Herb Jeffries, part one, first black singing cowboy movie star and lead singer of the Duke Ellington Band, 1913 to 2014. I was privileged to meet Herb Jeffries when he was 90 years old. Even though we met late in life, his, we became fast friends. That's just the kind of man Herb was. He never met a stranger. I was very lucky to benefit from his wisdom during the two times we spent a few days together in the 10 years we knew each other. Herb Jeffries, entertainer, movie star, songwriter, author, lead singer of the Duke Ellington Band, hardly sum up the life and times of this legendary and Renaissance man. Herb was born in a Detroit ghetto to an Irish mother and a father of mixed Sicilian, French, Italian, and Moorish heritage, whom Herb never knew. He had a great grandmother with some Ethiopian heritage, but Herb Jeffries, the first black singing cowboy movie star, was not black nor African-American at all. After his father died in World War I, Herb's mother remarried an Ethiopian jazz enthusiast named Howard Jeffrey. Herb was heavily influenced by his stepfather's passion for music and began singing as a teen. Tall for his age, Herb began singing at Detroit nightclubs at age 17. When Herb realized that his four and a half octave range voice would be his ticket out of the Detroit ghetto where he was born, he began to dream of a life of adventure, travel, and success. Born Umberto Alexander Valentino, he decided to change his name and took a variation of his stepfather's name, Jeffrey, and became Herb Jeffrey's singer. While singing in a Detroit nightclub, he met the famous Louis Armstrong. After Armstrong heard Herb sing, he encouraged him to go to a jazz club in Chicago and even gave Herb a note on a napkin to get him in for an audition. Finally getting up his courage, Herb went to Chicago and auditioned for the club owner to play in an all black jazz band. When the man questioned Jeffrey's racial makeup, he spontaneously capitalized on his dark, curly Italian hair and French features by claiming he was Creole. He also knew Louis Armstrong was from New Orleans. Herb got the job, but that split-second decision would stay with him for the rest of his life. As he gained experience, he began singing with the big black bands and went out on the road. Touring with a band through the South, Jeffrey saw hundreds of Blacks lined up at movie theaters waiting to see Gene Autry and Roy Rogers singing cowboy films. He was astonished. Recognizing a great opportunity, he began thinking about how to make a Black singing cowboy movie with Black actors. Herb persuaded a Hollywood producer he bumped into in a Chicago diner to make cowboy movies with Black actors for Black audiences. When they couldn't find a singer who could also ride a horse, Herb became the leading man, starring in the films. Herb had ridden a mule on his grandfather's farm growing up. The producer wasn't sure that Herb was dark enough, so Herb agreed to wear dark makeup and rarely took off his white cowboy hat. The producer also thought Herbert Jeffrey sounded better than Herb Jeffries, so that became his movie star name. Herb starred in the movies, wrote some of the songs, sang, as well as performed his own stunts in what became a series of Westerns in the late 1930s. Herb played singing cowboy character Bob Blake and rode a white horse named Stardust. 
The movies included Harlem on the Prairie, 1937, Two Gun Man from Harlem, 1938, Harlem Rides the Range, 1939, and The Bronze Buckaroo, 1939, the most famous of all the movies. The films were distributed in segregated theaters throughout the South by Dallas Distribution Company. Known as the Bronze Buckaroo, Herb became America's first black movie hero. He was proud to provide encouragement and hope to children and adults of color during the early days of film. <laughs> 